0: Hey, this is Omar, and this is, and that's okay. You're listening to a podcast about life mental health, and taking care of ourselves. Hey, this is Omar Cooper, and here's another episode in season four of And That's Okay with uh, my special guest, Brie, me and Brie have been best friends forever. <laughs> Go ahead. A hot, hot right. minute. It's been a hot minute. <laughs> Hello. Um, so we wanted to, I wanted to bring Brie on um, to talk about self-care and trying new things. And I think this episode's going to be more along the lines of her journey. And then we'll do another episode in which she starts to talk about how she's going to try some new things out. Sound great? Sounds good. Excellent. So, to just get this out of the way, we're going to avoid saying the names of of any companies or jobs we work for, the names of people. This is not a podcast where we're trying to talk about or diagnose people uh, medically or therapeutically. And then anything that we talk about self-care-wise is kind of a suggestion we're not saying people have to try it, but this is our life journey and and our experiences. Another thing I want to talk about is uh, where you can find And That's Okay at on Instagram and um, TikTok. You can connect with And That's Okay there. All, and also at the And That's Okay merch shop, which is on Etsy, where you can buy some cool things like cups and mugs and with dope sayings. So let's go ahead and get started. Bree, with this discussion on your journey to trying new things, do you want to kind of give us an an idea of what sparked that for you?
1: Sure. So (laughs) I think many of us uh, obviously have struggled during the pandemic. And I think that for me, there was this moment of realization that where I typically might go into flight mode, (laughs) because I have a very strong fight or flight response, um, I was uh, stuck in my apartment during the lockdown and had nowhere to go. And Mm -hmm. so uh, that kind of forced me to go within quite a bit more than I was used to. And I kind of got to the conclusion that I just felt really stuck. And stuck in in every way possible, I think in that moment i I just I thought about new experiences I wanted to have. I thought about old hobbies that had dropped off, and that I really didn't and I just kind of decided that I wasn't doing enough for myself, and so you know I didn't want to make it about buying new things or um some of the more superficial ways that you might go about changing life around you. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, it wasn't an easy fix. And so I decided I just, I wanted to go out and have new experiences and try new things and see what I could take away from those experiences.
0: So you mentioned the pandemic, which we're in. Yes. And active, active. Yeah. Yeah. Active pandemic. Good point. Um, and so, Just to talk a little bit further into that. um, At the start of the pandemic, how are you feeling and how were you doing? Because I know we're two years in now. So how was that for you? Yeah,
1: year three now, I guess, technically. Um, So when it first started, I was actually working in a school. And so we wound up... Going remote after spring break and not coming back into in person, so um, I did okay at first. I actually went uh, went to my dad's, and he's in a rural area, so it was very um, <laughs> like, I guess, uh, social distancing was a natural component of of that environment. So that was kind of nice to just be close to loved ones and. And not worry so much about um, what was going on everywhere else. And I worked remotely. So um, that was pretty manageable. When the school year ended, I was contracted. So uh, I had to get back to Denver and start looking for other opportunities. And I know at the time, I had wanted to go into private practice. And all of those job listings were pulled Almost immediately I mean it was it was kind of hard to find um, not a job in general but a job that you want to work in <laughs> yeah. you know? there were there were jobs they just weren't the ones you wanted right so um, I wound up in home health and that was uh, its own struggle I think um, just because there wasn't it wasn't consistently remote I was actually um, one of the only people going in person. And so there was just an added, uh, stress factor as far as, you know, the commuting and then, um, from household to household worrying about whether someone in, in the home was sick or whether you were going to get someone sick. And so, um, it's been a long one. I'm, I'm a speech therapist. So, uh, my patients, my clients can't wear a mask most of the time. And so, Um, yeah, I, and, and I don't say that to, um, take away from the struggles that so many other people have dealt with in their jobs. I know, you know, grocery workers have to go every day and, um, our healthcare workers have to go every day. Um, I think it's just, it's, it's a broad stress that we've all shared during this for sure.
0: So you make the transition from home health to Doing something different or trying to, you know, more focus on something you're, you're wanting to do, like you suggested. What was that focus when you, you transitioned?
1: Yeah, so I, um, and it was kind of toward, it was toward the end of maybe the fourth wave. I don't even know. Um, but I actually just decided to leave home health. Um, I reached a point where it was kind of do or die. Like I either build up my caseload and stick with it and stick with it in the long haul or I leave it and find something else. And so I made the decision to leave without really thinking too far ahead about what was next. Um, I had some things kind of on my plate as far as uh, where I wanted to go. Um, But at this point, really, I'm focused on finding something I can do remotely in the long term, um, as I know many people are trying to do. And, and it, it's been interesting to see what other people do with that, right? Because other people have found ways to do that. Um, and they get to travel all over the place and, you know, work from wherever. So I, I'm I'm trying to get to that personally, Um I did just recently, or I'm in the process of joining a private practice, so I'll continue some speech therapy as well, but it's going to be 100% uh, telehealth, which will be nice.
0: That's awesome. Um, Not to stick too hard with um, going into houses and, you know, going back into talking about um, the home health stuff, but I just wanted to talk about the stressors of that and, like, What are the struggles? What are the the downs? What are the ups to that of like having to do more of that face to face contact, especially during this time?
1: Sure. So I, I think one of the the biggest struggles that I had was, um, you know, because of the nature of the job, you do get really close to the families, you know, you're seeing them once or twice a week, every week for months. And um, so there's a certain amount of trust there you know? Mm -hmm. And I had families who had a great rapport with who, you know, if anyone in the home had the sniffles, we'd go remote. We'd say, you know what? They don't feel good. That's fine. Like, let's take it day by day. Um, But there were instances where that trust was broken. And I'd be in a home and realize that my kiddo is looks like he's you know flushed and he's complaining about a sore throat and I start asking questions and it turns out somebody in the family lied about no one being sick or no one having symptoms and and they them just kind of shrugging it off like oh sorry and and I don't think that um I don't know I I think that you just don't want that added stress when you're already worried about everyone you're coming in contact with, when you're already worried about, you know, getting a parent sick or someone who's pregnant or a grandparent or a child who can't be immunized yet. um, To realize that, that they're not taking it as seriously as you are, I think um, was just really jolting there for a while, especially when, um we were at a peak you know um and i was fortunate enough to go remote for a few months around the holidays until i could get fully vaccinated but i think even after that there's been so much uncertainty where um yeah month to month it just kind of changes and and i know that that's a stress for everybody too
0: so how do you because it sounds like you're you're living alone and you're on your own. How do you keep in contact with people? Like how does that work? Like that's yeah. got to be really hard in itself too.
1: I think that that was and and it took a while for me to realize it. Well, I realized a couple things during the pandemic. Number 1, I am deeply introverted and I and then I tell people that and they're like, "Oh, bullshit." You know, like they, <laughs> Nobody genuinely believes that I'm introverted because I'm an extroverted introvert, right? Like, I, I'm very comfortable talking to people. I don't mind. You know, I'll go out um, on special occasions. But I I realized how much I value and need to be alone to recharge. And so that was a blessing, I think, of the first lockdown as I was like, whoa, I am taking these moments to really, you know, be here and realizing that I needed to be alone. At the time, my little brother was, was staying with me. And so we, we wound up in lockdown together. And so that was the whole thing. Like, just, you know, hadn't... we? Um, he's a lot younger than me. And so we hadn't lived together since he was uh, seven years old. And so we had a lot of, like, sibling fights about, you know, cooking and cleaning and, and just dumb shit. So that added to it. But I... um you know, I found myself, like, having to just sit in my car to be alone and, like, <laughs> um, So, recognizing that I needed that time alone to recharge. But then, um, you know, for a while, uh, because I was in home health, I was choosing to stay away from people most of the time. Just, you know, to protect my clients, to protect myself, to protect my friends. Um, and so... It really was after, there were a few, few times I got together with people outdoors. You know, we had that first summer where people were kind of thinking, oh, this might be over. And, and uh, so outdoor activities, um, when it was warmer out, unfortunately in Colorado, we have a lot of nice days where we can be outside. Mm-hmm. Um, once I got vaccinated, I started kind of making very intentional Um, plans with people and reaching out and you know not doing big groups um, but just reaching out to individuals I've actually been so fortunate to connect with a lot of close friends who I hadn't seen in years just because we've all been more intentional about our time and who we're willing to sacrifice for right Mm -hmm. like you don't know who's sick and who's not but and you don't want to get anyone else sick but so you're going to be intentional and you're going to say I want to spend time with this person because I know that they're being as careful as I am, but also like we're going to value that time that much more, right? Right.
0: Right. So um, I want to get into this next part. So uh, I think we're going to have this as a stopping point okay? um, so that we can start, you know, the next episode of the fun part (laughs) the fun part of how you started to explore new things and I'm really excited about hearing about this Um, I also really appreciate you telling your journey to get to that point Um, so yeah let's have this come back around Awesome. awesome awesome thank you there are things we can do to take care of ourselves And sometimes it takes time to figure it out, and that's okay.